Yo, what's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Fresh Farrow Entertainment. We're your host. I'm Horace DeFerro. It's the guy, Donnie Ascendant. And your boy, Rodney Guy, back with a banger for the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. New episode just for the family. Excuse the wind. We outside, you know what I'm saying? Absorbing this solar energy. Yes, sir. Uh, but today's episode is on, the, the topic is conformity. And we're talking about the role conformity plays in our lives, especially during these times that the psychological impact of conformity and how it shaped us in ways unconsciously that we would never know unless you sat down and looked at it itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Facts. Especially now with looking at everything going on in light of recent events, recent world events, uh, you know, especially talking about the vaccine and everything. Uh, conformity, societal conformity is a topic that not really many people want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people look at, you know, going about these things as, you know, we're doing this for the good of everyone, which, you know, everyone got their own beliefs. But when it get to the point to where people are going about things blindly just because of what everyone else is doing, that's what we need to talk about this conformity thing. Right. And, you know, conformity can take the form of overt, overt social pressures or, you know, just in general, the unconscious influence. And, regardless of whatever form it takes is powerful and so with that we have to uh, also take note how it's able to change how large groups of people behave and how it's been used to start conflicts end conflicts and etc i was just saying how pretty much almost every single world event that's happened like every war you yeah. know what i'm saying is pretty much some higher you know authority or whatever in a nation getting the masses to believe in something getting everyone to conform to a, a certain belief in order to you know kind of demonize the, the quote-unquote oppressor or quote-unquote enemy of the nation or the enemy of the state whatever it may be i mean naturally i think about it um in order to wait to if you're fighting a major battle war the people already need to be unified if you're going to like make a strong effort right, right. so like because you know if you haven't within uh, like a civil war already how are you going to fight a higher power or do a larger goal in a sense so and before we go further let's establish the you know the actual definition of compliance and that's compliance with standards rules or laws and that's conformity so whatever them standards are the rules are or laws now it's good to note that there are two types there's good conformity and bad conformity just because you're conformity doesn't mean it's bad like we said humans are a social being they use conformity to help grow one another you know what i'm saying it's like oh okay we got common beliefs let's form a you know what I'm saying? A group right. of people that can operate the way we operate. But then the question is, why do we conform when it's conforming too much or when it becomes quote-unquote toxic? You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I was saying, I feel like naturally we're on, it's like a spectrum where everyone is somewhere between a complete conformist and some are a complete individualist. So it's like, you got those that are try to be outside of the standards possible, you know? If it seems like everything, popular thing amongst people, <laughs> Every proper thing amongst the people, they feel like they're trying to be against it. Meanwhile, I got those that just stay only within the lines. And everyone, I feel like, exists somewhere in between that spectrum. I mean, if you're looking at human behavior, in, in general, conforming to the group is how we survived, you know, early on. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because, you know, let's say you you hunter-gatherers or whatever and everybody you know come out the woods and everybody takes shelter or matter of fact let's, let's do a better example let's say you, you in a crowded area right you you at a subway you know what i'm saying or you in a, some town square or whatever and you see everyone start running 
Oh yeah. What you gonna do? Take it off. You go. You gonna take off. You ain't gotta turn around and look. Oh, we'll, we'll figure out what happened later. Right. When we stop. What was we running from? He be like, oh, I'm just running. That's like, survival <laughs> instinct because right. it's like, bro, everybody else running from danger. I need to assume that it's danger back there. Mm-hmm. Right. And another thing, I think that's good that you noted that because with people, we like to always think we're such unique individuals. But then when you have things like conformity, it kind of destroys that. At least everything that. Some some things aren't as unique as we make them seem. You know what I'm saying? I think the uniqueness comes from being able to derive away from the conformity. Because at one point, everything we once do was considered the norm until society, you know, quote-unquote, developed. And now you got things that are no longer the norm and things that have became the new form of conformity. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's sometimes as humans, we do things for the sake of, like, the whole cohesion of the group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's that seeking to fit in that people want to do. And I think that's a result of the society society is made. They want you see one thing, you feel like you have to fit in, or you feel like the outsider. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a big thing that you you noted is wanting to feel a part of the group. You know what I'm saying? Because like we all know, humans are social beings. Be, feeling like we're a, a part of something larger than ourselves, feeling like we're part of a community, that is something that we all hold within us. You know, just instinctually. You feel me? But now we've gotten to a point to where these these norms, you know, the things that you have to do in order to fit into these social groups are eating away at, you know, your your true essence. You know what I'm saying? Within, like, think about it. Um, let's say you talk about jobs, for example. I think this is one of the biggest ones because in the corporate world, there's a lot of conformity that goes on. You mm-hmm. feel me? Sure. And one of the biggest ones, you know, especially... ones I've dealt with being a black man is my hair right and so we live in a world now where everyone's like okay you got to be clean shaven you know what I'm saying no dreads no twists you know don't don't grow your hair out you know what I'm saying how to how to low cut you know what I'm saying you you know the Mm -hmm. the the army mentality it pretty much you know what I'm saying it's pretty much that that eurocentric standard of beauty Uh, standard of professionalism within the corporate world and all that is at the end of the day is conformity well let's look at an even bigger school school exactly. higher education is the biggest form of conformity just at this day and age it is proven that you do it, i mean it ain't even up for debate you do not need a higher education to become a millionaire billionaire etc etc but yet we still have the mindset of that same conformity despite what we see going on around like for example, you know, I would tell my coworkers, they'd be like, well, this is what they want to do in their future. And I'd be like, man, I don't want to work for no one when I get older. You know I said, I don't want to have dream. to do nothing. I said, the dream for me is to have, uh, to establish generational wealth so my grandkids ain't got to do anything. Mm-hmm. And they can sit at home and either continue the business or relax on the money. And the response would be, well, don't you want your kids to be a uh, benefit to society? I said, the whole society. I said, I don't give a damn about none of this what they got to do with me and i told my co-worker because she was in the you know the older age got to where it was a time where you mm-hmm. had to adjust to that conformity to where you had to succeed but sometimes you get so locked in that conformity you can't progress mm-hmm. so that those are the ones you find in this current state of fear and stuff right and so that leads me to another topic there's this term known as conformity bias and conformity bias reforms refers to our tendency to take cues for proper behavior in most contexts from the actions of others rather than exercise our own independent judgment bro it's like that episode of brain games you remember that episode where they had people 
go into this waiting room, right? Yeah. And I was with and, that. and like every time the bell went off, everyone would stand, stand up. up no, like first, first, no, first, okay, first it, it was, was two um, people. It was two. It was just one person. and The girl walked in. She was the only person that wasn't in on it, right? Mm-hmm. So. When she started off, she, the dude was standing up, and she didn't ask. So she just said, you know, let me just follow the rules of the group, right? No, the right? first time she didn't do it. She right. was like, okay. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the question. That's your individualism. Yeah. Like, why is he standing up? Is right. there a purpose? Like, we're in a doctor's office. Question. But then as she as she joined the rule, and then once the original group members left, she kept on doing it when they were when no one was there. Exactly. And, she and, everywhere, but, and then she became the originator of the trend. Right. And, and she passed and literally, the rules. Everyone else, they started... Following this trend yeah. without ever asking the question of, you why? know what I'm saying, why are we doing this? Like we're getting this? an eye exam or something. Like, you why know are what I'm we? Saying? Yeah. And so that's the thing, like you just said, conformity bias, where we see what everyone else is doing and we take that as, okay, this is the correct action to pursue in this particular social situation. Right. Right. And that works sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because you definitely need those skills to, you know, be able to fit in socially, right? Mm-hmm. But other times, you got to look at it like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? You you got to really think for yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, when it gets to the point where you can't think for yourself, I feel like that's where the disconnect is. I mean, is. that leads to the whole, bi- the basis of this podcast is to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And if you can't ask questions and it's simple as why people standing up when they hear a bell, like, hey, why are we standing up? I'll be first time, hey, man, we're standing up. Like, what's going on? And if that person can't answer you and says, well, I'm standing up because he's standing up, y'all are all slaves yeah. at that given moment. Literally. So this forcing people to conform or even pressuring them into conformity can be detrimental to your well-being. This is what leads to a lot of, like, well, it can affect your mental health in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like people, it can lead to depression, anxiety, increased stress. You know, people that be like, "Man, I'm sick of this society," and they be stressed out because you may conform for something that you do not essentially believe in or care for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Think about it like this: melanated people are conforming to a society that they hate so much. Why? Yet you still conform to it. You still dress like a flag on Fourth of July, but then claim you hate. Everything that's going on mm-hmm. with that conformity is still in your mind. We like, well, I got a day off. Ain't nothing wrong with cooking out, but when you dress like the flag, yeah, you I'm literally saying. going against the whole basis that you just stood for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like a large part of that is just repetition. You know what I'm saying? Humans, that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, repetition. Humans are beings of repetition. We are beings of pattern. You feel me? And when you've had particular things ingrained into you from the jump you know what i'm saying since you was a a little giant you feel me when you get older even if you may disagree with those things you've been doing it for so long to where now it's just become second nature you know what i'm saying and that's why i be trying to tell people like you always got to think for yourself and you know i like to say you know i like to protect my inner child and what i tell people what i mean by that is i feel like in this society we try to emphasize you being know, an adult so. right people mm-hmm. doing adult things and being mature and you know things that you grew up on as childish don't you know, do that because when you want to ride bikes for fun no more i'm saying nobody <laughs> want to have fun no more and it's like that i feel like that right there is dangerous I, you know the the infographics where it'll show people like going through the conveyor belt of uh, mm-hmm. like the yeah, schooling yeah. system mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying they come out and they don't lost all their color they don't lost yeah. everybody, everybody in a black the same, suit tie right? briefcase haircut like, like, I, I literally feel like that's the process of just squeezing the orange bro squeezing the orange getting the juice out bro and it's yeah. like come on now man we we gotta be able to stop thinking that oh this is what's right because 
everybody yeah. else say is right. Like, nah, and bro. I'm glad you made the statement about uh, repetition because I was going to go into a whole segment about conformity and the health issue when I was reading this paper. And it was talking about how the, the psychological impact of the health issue and the corporatism of it is based on repetition. They say it was talking about how a lot of doctors over uh, analyze or over diagnose their patients with what they have by simply repeating it to them constantly. Or you have diabetes and you have yes. this. Or, or let's say when you're asking them what you can do, they're going to constantly say, well, the medicine, well, the medicine, well, the medicine. So even if you don't want to take the medicine, the only thing you're going to think about is the medicine. You're not going to think of any alternative solution or a better option for you because they don't engrave the medicine aspect into you. And on top of that, it only works their benefit because it's highly profitable. You know what I'm saying? In psychology, I think it's known as the illusionary truth effect. It was like the more, even if you know something's wrong at first, mm -hmm. first time you're like, you're completely rejecting it. Oh, that makes no sense. But the more you hear it, your brain slowly believes, oh, this might be true and accepting it as ideal. Bro, it's literally like, you ever, you ever told a lie, right? And... You the more, you, right? The more you say you start that believing lie, yourself. you start believing it's the truth, oh, and then you, you get to a point to where you gotta step back and be like, "Hold on, oh, bro, snap. Wait I was capping, right?" And it's funny because, like, on one part of the paper, it's talking about healthism and psychological and physical conformity, and in it, it's that healthy lifestyle campaigns promote an ideal way of life that encourages individuals to alter their behavior and appearance. Although it's true that we would all be better off if we didn't smoke. That doesn't make anti-smoking laws any less authoritarian, you know what I'm saying? Requiring the conformity in it. And it's, it also stated how the fitness aspect of healthy lifestyle promotes the desirability for both men and women of acquiring specific body images. Now, I feel like even with statements like that, it's a two-way street because, for instance, people say, especially when it comes like the body thing, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody saying, you know, love your body, of course. And they saying society says you don't have to do this, you don't have to look like this. No one said you ain't gotta look at it, but I think with that health, I think that plays into the whole corporatism on it, of it. They try, they put into repetition to love your body so much to where you look like a gelatinous blob, and now you can't, and now you got high cholesterol. Even if you look like a blob, you think you look good, but the entire you're dying on the inside, and mm -hmm. this is this programmed into you that. You love your body so it's straight and you die still, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that and again that only helps up their profits because you're going back to the same people that's helping you cope with it. You know I feel saying? like, you know, that whole this whole trend of love yourself, I feel like loving yourself is great. I'm not hating on that, but we cannot make you know, we, we can't what's the word I'm trying to we we can't sugarcoat sickness. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can't sugarcoat being unhealthy. Like normalize it, like yeah, right, right. You can't normalize sickness like that. Like obesity, that is literally a disease. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like labeled as a disease. It, exactly a right. That's not that's not just talking bad about people. And no, that's real facts. Like yeah. obesity is a disease. You know what I'm saying? Uh, diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, these leading killers of people. And we in the world where it's like, all right, hey, you may have all that, but hey, love yourself. <laughs> You know right. what I'm saying? It's like you, you telling people think, love yourself like it ain't no problem with And them. then the same oh. people who telling you are the people who selling the medicine. Mm -hmm. So at no point did you ask, mm -hmm. well, why are you telling me? Why ain't no one who fit telling me this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do y'all remember the video on um, Super Size Me, the first one? Yeah. That we read, like, it's far back. Either way, for y'all don't know, uh, a, a person to make a challenge, he said he was going to eat nothing but McDonald's three times a day. Super Size. Super Size. Yes. Back no, when they okay. still had it. Yeah, back in the set, they had like, got canceled because I believe 
two people women. had two women had tried to sue McDonald's say and say that oh this stuff's making us fat, making us obese. Because I think someone was like fourteen years old, two hundred some pounds, other one. 18 years old, 300 something pounds, either way. And they said, unless someone could prove that McDonald's directly was affecting their health, they couldn't sue. So for 30 days, three times a day, he ate nothing but McDonald's, right? And he was talking to a dietitian, talking about, have you noticed how if someone was, if I if I pulled out a joint, or I'm smoking a cigarette, I'm doing something, some drugs on the table, they can be like, oh my God, what are you doing? That's that's how you do that. That's damaging your body. Meanwhile, if I sit here, eat three chocolate bars, no one gonna say nothing to me. Right. And if I, someone does say something to me, you're fat shaming, you're this is that. It's the, right. it's still, it's you're, literally you're, the same thing, but it's how society has conformed you to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the sale of health goods and services, especially under that idea of life, a healthy lifestyle, is very profitable to the market. So it's easy to create someone that's like a health freak. It's easy to get them anxiety about something, and it's difficult for unhealthy people to get them to change their behaviors because the market it's got it got infinite potential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once health and healthcare are controlled by, you know, the financial interest, uh, shoot, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> there, there becomes a higher uh, motivation to increase the consumptions. So then you hold individuals responsible for their healthy lifestyles. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to think about it. You know, I, I talk to one of my friends about this all the time, and he's real adamant about the fact that you ever think about Almost everything we know has been taught to us through some other person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whether that be a book, your parents, your parents, YouTube video, whatever it may be. A TV Literally, show? 99% of what we know is through what somebody else has told us and taught us to believe is true, mm-hmm. right? And that's not saying that, oh, everything in your life is a lie, but it makes you sit back and think. It's like, yo... Somebody could lie to you so easily, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it could be any any facet. Like think about, especially at a young age. At a young age, think about going to church, bro. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the pastor just up there bullshitting the like, whole all time. this time, none of this right. stuff. He ain't say nothing. He ain't read a lick of the Bible. He ain't done nothing. Right. Just but up you, there talking, bro. But we put so much prestige on him. Like, oh no, whatever he said, it's the truth. He right. know what he's talking about. Imagine, so. imagine your teacher. Just, they know the stuff, but they just like, nah, Boy, bro, I'm, I'm just fuck with these kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> So, um, the sky is green and like, fuck, okay. And it's like, people say, oh, that won't happen. That can't happen. But think about how many people are misinformed and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About anything. About anything, bro. Now the conformity is to a point where it's like conform or die. You see like a extremist. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying might not even be extreme. It might be something basic. You'd be like, nah, I don't do that. They're like, why don't you do that? You crazy. Bro, that's that's literally how I feel about the vaccine, bro. Like, I'm not anti-vaccine, but I be asking, I be telling people, bro, vaccine is there to bolster your immune system, right? Mm-hmm. So, are you saying that it's impossible to bolster my immune system through other methods? And are you saying that it's impossible for someone's immune system to be effective Both. against this, you know, d- disease or virus that's going on, mm-hmm. right? And then. He was like, well, don't you want to be extra safe? I'm like, bro, I do be extra safe. I go out and get my sunlight, take my herbs, my vitamins, work out every day. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. You got your shot. I do my thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, come on. And now. what's funny about the uh, vaccine is that, like, they're trying to make it seem like it's unethical. And funny enough, it's the, the world is so contradicting when it comes to these type of issues because you go look in the... Pe- but let's start off with this. Talk about the conformity. The FDA, right? Mm-hmm. 
The niggas have been wrong about damn near everything. I mean, I can't find something. The FDA were the same people that tell you put WD-40 in your house and it was straight every day and you was sick. They were the same people that told you cigarettes were good and 30 years later said you got lung cancer. How does that add up? You don't come 30 years later. These are the same people that said dairy is good for you. 30 years later said actually you can't digest it if you melanate it. So what's to stop them from saying the same thing with the vaccine? Oh, this is straight for you. 30 years down the line. Commercial. If you've taken the COVID nineteen <laughs> vaccine in twenty twenty, you may qualify for compensation. That's gonna be mesothelioma for us. We right. And so, to me, I ain't gonna say I'm anti-vaccine, but I'm more leaning on that side just because I look at how heavy it's marketed. I feel like anything marketed to the highest degree can't be good for you because I know how the media works. The media doesn't put anything out there that's good for you because it's about conformity. Mm-hmm. And the amount of marketing this vaccine is pursued. It's been enough. They spent enough money to end poverty in over 40 states. There's an issue to me where that money could be directed. Mm-hmm. And so to me, they just want your compliance and they want this conformity because now you got people looking at you like you a, a disease bomb. Right. You ain't like, probably never like been you sick. a threat to other They're, people. And I'm they like, demonize bro. being different. Something like you're a vigilante, you're an outsider, free wall. Right. Like you don't care about other people's yeah, safety. Yeah, like you're just walking around killing people. I'm, I'm saying, like, bro, like yo, I, I just don't have for myself. For like, example, there's an article that came out i've read a lot of articles on it it was an article about um how the western countries i.e the u.s uh-huh. wouldn't allow african countries the african nations to develop their own vaccine and would say you can only use our vaccine what jurisdiction do you have saying well we can't make our own from what we believe is better for us i'm saying what kind of conformity is that that's them destroying your freedom to heal you, you and know I, what I'm I i feel like people who are taking the vaccine that is you like that that's that's you you know what i'm saying i'm not hating on that but for me it's too much shady stuff going on around this topic and when it gets to the point to where people are literally demonizing you for having your own thought processes on what's going on Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like people say oh you know the science proves that it's safe i'm like bro science got, got them been experimenting on my people since forever you I know mean, what i'm saying i always bring up the tuskegee experiment mm-hmm. and you know i hate talking about this topic because when i bring actual sources they say oh well you lie like i've told sources from people that said well this it's another article that came out where the cdc has said they will no longer uh talk about breakthroughs that's happened with the vaccine by breakthroughs they mean anyone that's still gotten covid after taking the vaccine they said they'll stop reporting on it unless they die which to me i feel like that's vital information that people should have mm-hmm. so my question is well, why, why wouldn't you show that information? I just think that's generally oh, no picking sides. I would want to know that regardless. Like, what are my chances of still getting this? We should have the right to know. This? Like. And to me, they're taking away that freedom because they, we've already seen in certain states like New York, you can't fly if you don't have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, right. you tell me I can't fly just because cause in that, I feel like if you're going to do that with this vaccine, with this type of conformity, every vaccine needs to be I'm the same saying. way. In that case, you need to make as my flu shot, my hepatitis A, B, <laughs> my chicken pox. Like legit, Ma, I, I feel like this is just the start of a larger domino effect. Because yeah. literally, Joe Biden, he said he was like, at this point, your only option is to get vaccinated. Or he said, you can't. He's like, he's like, if you have, he said, no mask if you're vaccinated. He said, he said something crazy. It was like. It's like if, either you get vaccinated or, or wait until... It was some crazy. It was just like, bro, it sounds like some, mm-hmm. you know, future dystopian right. authoritarian yes. leader. It's like, 
do this or die. That's literally exactly. what it sounds like. And it's funny because this is why I get tired of the predicting shit. Because we said this back in February of last year when we dropped the COVID episode. We said the goal is for them to make a vaccine to have you do X, Y, and Z. And niggas was like, that ain't going to happen. And now I'm just sitting here. <coughs> Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even trying to say I told you so, but I told you so. Cool. <laughs> and so now... I mean, look, you seen the article about in Hawaii too, how like the volcano was erupting, they wouldn't let people oh, you leave. Let them the leave? Like so You're telling me Because I haven't had a vaccine. I ain't had a vaccine. I, I can't. I'm gonna get melted by active magma and lava coming out of a volcano. But no, forget my life. Forget yeah, their right. lives. You wanna take vaccines, so you can't leave. Then what? it was another article I really was interested in, right? Mm-hmm. That kinda showed the correlation between health and this vaccine because people don't believe that they think if you healthy you can't Oh, you healthy, you can still get it. And I say if you healthy, you can't get sick. But you got to think about the difference of a healthy person getting sick versus an unhealthy person mm-hmm. getting sick. Okay. An unhealthy person getting sick is death, and it'd be a cold. A healthy person getting sick be like congestion for a few hours. They'd be like, ah, right, see, I'm congested, I'm sick. A few hours, they know what to do, they done, they straight again. Right. And Next so there's, a, there's an island that has 100% people full vaccination. And the article was headlined, the world's fattest island has uh, 100% vaccinated people. And because the majority of the people, of the adults, 80% are above obese. So what that shows me was that, okay, they're too lazy to do anything else that I'm going to get to get the next best thing. Which, okay, that's fine. But how come in, we talking, we're in a pandemic, correct? Instead of, instead of just telling you the vaccine, how come there's been nothing on the news about health regimes? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No health regimes, get you healthier. So this is not as big as a threat on you. Right. I, I ain't never heard nobody to this day say, let's talk about building your immune system up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's like people act like that's such a taboo topic. Like, that's impossible. I'm like, yo, your body. Your body is made to protect you. Exactly. Your body is literally made to protect you. People act like it's, oh, you know, this new virus. It's just impossible for your immune system to fight it off. I'm like, bro. Maybe if you on some normal diet, some normal exercise routine, you know, you got all these mineral and nah, vitamin deficiencies. We ain't going to say normal because exercising is not normal anymore. Let's just keep that shit up. Let's keep that shit up. Buck 50. You ask people today. Man, I used to talk to people saying, man, I work out too. Man, that motherfucker talking about walking up the stairs. Man, I said, boy, if you don't get your ass outside. Right. <laughs> Our like, kids today don't even go outside no more. I'm like, this, the stuff we do is like if we were doing, for, like treating our bodies how they're supposed to be treated, it's like... It's like having a it's car. It's a machine, yeah. Right. It's, it, your body is a machine, right? It's like if you have a car and you don't take it ever to get an oil change, you don't take it to, you don't Plan, check your fluid. Putting the wrong fuel in yeah. there. Right, you putting the wrong gas in there. You ain't changing your tire. You can put you can put wrong gas in there every now and then, but you like, I mean, okay, yeah, but I long put as some you... bad gas in there. Let me clean that gas out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, nah, but these fools just be putting your car taking 93. You in there putting 87 every day and then wonder why the bit don't run. It's like. Right, people. Uh, you need premium me, gas up here in the regular. <laughs> to me, it's what that island shows is that people are saying, "What must I do to get my reckless lifestyle back?" Versus in the pandemic, where are the recommendations to lose weight and start better health regimes at? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. Especially when there's Such evidence that they're, they're showing that you know ninety ninety something percent like of 97. people ninety seven percent of people got pre existing conditions mm-hmm. so that help make it easier to contract the virus. Exactly. Not only help make it easier to contract the virus, but also make it More way easier deadlier. to die deadlier. from the virus. Right. So where is all the, the science talking about some okay, let's talk about 
preventing these diseases, or, not treating. Because if you prevent the disease, you prevented the virus. And, exactly. But this domino effect. This is why. I, this is why I believe is everything shady about it. Uh-huh. So, to me, I mean, on top of that, the sun is your medicine. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So on top of that. If you falling for this one, all I'm gonna say is see you next lifetime. What Erica about do so? What did she say? See you next <laughs> lifetime. Hey boy, I catch you on the flip side, boy. You know what I'm saying? I say I'm gonna catch you on the other side. Like we live in the same society where we sit down to pray over food that gives you cancer, then go and say fuck cancer, and then march for the people. For then the sponsors are the same people who gave you the food that gave you the cancer, nigga. Yeah. And we never question that. sponsored by McDonald's. And people say, that's not true. Right? My mama used to work at the ADA. She said there was a gala event, right? You know, the little fancy gala uh-huh. events where researchers would come out and tell you about their research. And one scientist came up and he started talking about a cure and they took him off the stage and ripped up all his documents that silenced him. What does that tell you? This is at the national conference. What does that tell you? Hmm. There is no... They don't want to hear about no damn cure. How you get a vaccine at six months, but you've been researching cancer for 45 years? That don't make sense to me. No profit in the cure, the profits in the treatment. And people, and then people will constantly say that same thing. People who know nothing about no, they were like, yeah, it's cure in the, they were like, it's no money in the cure. The, okay. You, what you just said, you know what I'm saying? Right. You literally just said that, but then you're going to go by them saying, you're going to go against what you just said immediately. That's conformity. You know, and they not they not trying to make you better. They trying to make you good enough to where you can bring your ass back to the get doctor, you back to work, right? And, and keep on shit. giving us money. Literally, bro, they literally want you good enough to function and to be able to come back and buy more medicine. But it's right. all, but it's, it's crazy, bro. It's all a money game. And you know what's even wilder? This whole thing with the vaccine isn't the vaccine like free to get? Oh yes, if it's free to get it, and you don't need anywhere, no insurance. You don't need and no. it's super shady. Right. In my opinion, when has the government ever gave you given out free, free medication? You even had to pay for Obamacare. Still, I had to pay for <laughs> allergy pills. Like, what's going on? When right. has the government ever said, "All right, we gonna we gonna give y'all this for free"? And hear me out. I know COVID is new and whatever, but the flu been happening every year. Hundreds of thousands of people dying. Fatalities. All, the- all these decades, bro. But they you ain't, ain't never, never made it said, require. Hey, you need to get this, or you can't do X, Y, Z. Do your part. Stop the fight. And again, I'm not here to shit on you if you got it. I just want you to ask questions. Because now it's to the point where we just say, I need it. No questions asked. That's my that's my thoughts exactly, bro. It's like, I always tell people, bro, I, I'm not the type of person that's going to be like, oh, you got the vaccine. I can't hang with you. Like, no, bro, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, whatever floats your boat. But me personally, it's like, bro, come on now. Like. Well, you can't sit here and tell me that it ain't nothing like this is just all peachy and cool. Well, like, my other issue is like, okay, you get the vaccine. What if you still got diabetes? They ain't do nothing for your diabetes. You still dying from that. And you probably, some people never had COVID, got the vaccine, and got diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, cancer. They ain't do nothing for any of them viruses. Man, so that's best you. That's some people got the vaccine and still got COVID afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just forget Same thing with the flu. Man, niggas get the flu shot, get the shit the next day. Well, <laughs> she wasn't strong enough. I'm sorry. And on top of that, I remember it was, but you know, the KGB from like the 60s, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they did an experiment where like if you subjected people with nonstop fear messages for uh, two months, you could brainwash them to believe that false message in I'm, two months. The more so, you hear something, the more your brain is If it's like two months and it's been over a year, what do you think? The majority of people are going. But at the same time, they're also... There's also inf- info being hidden how we're saying like 80% of the people said they didn't want to take it to believe it. So they've been pushing the message that everybody been getting it. But these half these niggas said, nah. Mm. 
And that's just on the topic of the vaccine. Conformity in general. I mean, just look at the kids now. They got to conform to be. You got to conform to in the conformity line. Conformity is in marketing. Conformity in war. Conformity has been amongst us. It just they got so sly with it. You won't notice they're conforming you. Right, but they they've taken something that is supposed to just be a, a part of the human social interaction and turned it weaponized into their own. It. Exactly, but they weaponized conformity, bro. Literally. I mean, think about it like this. You know how people go for marketing degrees, have a marketing job. I mean, what you think they doing every day? Helping you conform to buy this product. And, and, and these people that, they literally know the psychology between yeah. the symbols, the colors, the wording, everything right. in the messages. They know exactly how you're going to take it. So they know exactly, they, they, they know what pictures you'll look at and it'll make right. you happy. They know what'll pull your heart straight and make you sad. They know what'll scare you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these people know exactly what they are doing. They have studied the mind for years. Right. Like you can't tell me that somebody, they put something out and you get 70, 80% of the country to follow along. You can't tell me that it's been people in the background, all type of scientists. Making sure. Pulling strings. Making sure. Like, they've been doing all type of calculations. Like, oh, yeah, this is how we're going to do this. This is what we're going to say. We're going to say this at this press conference. Yada, 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 whatever, whatever. It's like, bro, it's a whole operation, I mean, it's bro. the same way they get you to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you see something, you buy it, and you're like, bro, I ain't even need that shit. You right. know what I'm saying? And it catch you on the slack of the market employee. Mm-hmm. Same thing about fast food commercials, bro. They literally be making this um, stuff the, look the colors, delicious. The color, and first of all, the color, the color look. red was called, it attracts attention, and the color of red and yellow together make you think of food. Think about the major food, McDonald's, Arby's, well, uh, Wendy's. Literally almost every major food has some type of red in their logo yeah. at some point, bro. Wood and green make you think of natural stuff. Blue calms you down. Yep. Orange make, makes you think caution. All, this, they, it's a science to it, man. It's, and it's the fact that people don't understand it's literally a science to it, bro. There's science to things that you don't even you didn't even think there was a science for. You just thought, oh, that's just how it is. Like, no, bro. People have jobs in, to where they actually sit down and discuss and calculate what these particular how symbols. How to make you and, buy this. How to make exactly, you do this. Bro. How to make you do that. It's, it's also called control theory. So knowing there's control theory, the, my question to you, people that's conforming, how do you know you be in control? And we love to say that everything we think is on our own, but this information literally proves otherwise. Mm-hmm. Even for everything you marching for, they wanted you to march for this shit. And is that so hard to believe? People think, no, we chose to do this. Or did you? Did you really? There's tons of stuff we didn't, we didn't want to do, but we still did and we didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are so many accounts from people who, during the segregation time, who were saying they didn't want to integrate because they said though it was bad they still had their own communities and the moment they integrated they said bro we ain't have shit they said all our business failed because the white man had everything mm-hmm. he said we went into something that was already pre-existing that was already looking good where our stuff was ran down you know what i'm saying yeah it's like we was we was running our own race and then decided to join a race in which we was going to start 10 steps behind mm-hmm. and that conf- that see that longing for conformity puts you ten steps behind. But literally, because people just people wanted to be a part of something just because yeah. they had been told that they couldn't right. be a part of it. You know, and that, that happens all the time. Like, shit, what's a good example of that? Something that's exclusive. And it makes them be part of it. And yeah, then you get there, like, it's like ain't all that. Um, dang. 
I mean, that could really be anything. That could yeah. be like people. Stuff. People wish for things all the time, and then once they get what they was it's wishing like, for, it's alright. All right, they realize like, it's bro, cool. this is really kind of mid. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, anything. I mean, I can't even think of an example because it's too broad, in my opinion. It really is too broad. But anything like would, okay, you know, the popular group in high school or something. And then let's say the one day you sit at their table and they ain't talking about nothing, bro. And you're like, bro, do you, why do you think right. it's cool anyway? Should have my lame friends. Actually enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so that conformity drives people to do things they don't want to do just because, okay, you got attention and you got other people wanting to be like you. It's like even the even with stuff like music, how like the norm changes to like the dyed head, you know what I'm saying? Like everything gets the same, the similar sound. Like, oh, this sound brought him money, but well, shoot, I don't like even sounding like this. But I'm gonna sound like this because that got the most plays. That's gonna give me the most money. You well, that's why so many clones in the music industry now, bro. Everybody sound the same. Someone was original. Someone had a sound. They're like, oh, I like his sound. I'm listening to this artist. Everyone, he's trending. Oh, we gotta find more artists that sound like him to make money off him. Oh, right. now. Got all these clones. Oh, where's the next big thing? Keep it going. Keep it, and you lose originality and sound, mm-hmm. which is why, at this day and age, anything to be original feels like to conform because everybody thinks they're original and unique. Now you just be like, I'm normal. And niggas be like, Oh, you normal? What? Yeah. What's that mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hop so, on a bandwagon. To be, and now originality really pays more than the conformity does. Anything truly original stands out beyond comparison, right? I mean, at this point, we could even make a reference to J. Cole, Kendrick music. Mm-hmm. No one sounds like them. No one can sound like them at this point. When have you heard anyone on Kendrick who made anything remotely close to Kendrick? You can't. This is why he's going to constantly sell, because he is not conformed. It was original. And when something's truly original, it can't be duplicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, think of, really think about the, 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 the origins of hip-hop. People like Shock G, Tupac. That energy can't be recreated, so no one has been able to recreate that energy. It was truly original. To be truly original means you can't be duplicated in any way, shape, or form. You are you. Ain't no one like you. Ain't no one do it better than you. What J. Cell say in applying pressure? It's like sometimes I just gotta. Sometimes you gotta do it in front of the niggas, man. Like you don't do it the level you fucking do it. Just to show that I do it how I really do it. it. (laughs) People sometimes they don't think you can do it on that. They think you just another person, and you gotta show them that you're not on the same wavelength as them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And everyone think they at this wavelength, and sometimes you gotta show them that you on this (laughs) wavelength. (laughs) I'm a step above, my guy. Uh And that's just conformity in general. I mean, just looking at like. I look at kids so much these days with the conformity because now now when I go to the park and work out, I'd be glad to see kids running. I yes. never think I would ever see that because as a kid, your mama used to make me run outside around a tree for hours till I was <laughs> tired. And I'd be like, yo, why I do that shit? But I know part reasons like that is what still able to make me spark the motivation because it's not like I never used to do it. But now it's so foreign to see kids doing the conformity is not staying inside. It don't, it don't turn from, mom, can I go outside? Well, you got to do this, this, and that. And then you can go out. Now it's like, I'm tired of looking at you all day. Get out the house. Right. <laughs> or literally, or can I, instead of saying, can I go outside, can I get on the phone? Can I get can on I the Can I borrow a laptop? Can I get on the game? It's like, all right, that's cool and all because I played the game. Yeah, I watched no, it. I it's a balance but thing. Like, it's a, it literally, it's, it's a balance. balance. I was like, I would play the game. For you know, however long, not be outside mm-hmm. from goddamn two to nine at night. You know, yeah, what I'm come saying? home, wash my ass. I can get back on the game. I want <laughs> to again. Get back like, the game you want to exactly right. But and even with like, I don't know. I mean, society as a whole. Like I said, 
this same conformity gonna probably follow into the metaverse too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People are never gonna want to get out of the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in here for two years, huh? Mm. And nigga, I know you dirty. Right. Like, well, go back to go back to your Ooh. your real body, but you got bugs on you. Bro, bro looking like Gandalf in the motherfucker. Nah, bro, looking like is <laughs> that like a bird? <laughs> looking like bird. looking like blob. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god But on that note We're gonna go ahead And close this episode out It was a good one mm-hmm. For sure I hope people just take these As thinking points bro. Cause oh it, This topic is so polarized Especially when you mention The vaccine bro. Everybody got their opinion Everybody gets so emotional About it mm-hmm. Like bro Can we just well, have, the, have the conversation that, that leads, uh, Before we even close it that leads, Anything that gets you emotional I tell people not to think with emotion. I say, if you get emotional, let the emotion sit. I said, don't say anything till you can say it without getting emotional. And people be like, that's stupid because yada, yada. But I say, when you make a decision out of, I say, how many times you made a decision out of emotion and it was stupid? Mm -hmm. I said, you can't apply. I said, you can't apply that same thing to something you are, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. All the dumb things you did out of motion, you mad. You do something stupid, now your butt getting torn up. In the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you sitting in the office talking about, did I really need to do that? Nah, right. we went that deep. Like, right. Bro, literally that one fight I had in sixth grade. Oh, <laughs> in the yes. office. I'm like, that was stupid. Like, right. what even happened? Why did I have to punch him? I mean, I, he was annoying, but I could just ignore him. Like, right. yeah. And again, I tell the same people, like, now when you have conversations with people, they get annoyed. They get so irritated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. People be like, well, if that was you. And I'd be like, well, one, speaking normally, I take the emotion out of it before I answer so I can answer it rationally and get both sides. But mm-hmm. when you get with emotion, you usually speak in one-sidedly, too. Yeah. yeah, if you speak in one-sided, that means you you really just trying to force your beliefs onto on somebody else. else. And exactly. on top, okay, right? So the body, right? Whenever you disagree with something, your body shoots you a shot of dopamine. So your body is literally working against you sometimes. You getting high off of your own supply. You literally, your body. You competing. To disagree with someone shows you a shop of dopamine. So what does that tell you? That tells you someone of the higher consciousness can relay that effect. You know what I'm saying? Go mm-hmm. against that. If the body says we are gonna give you dopamine, if you say no, so when you say hold on, let me think. Nobody like, oh, he, he a different breed. Like, ah. Hold on, what you doing? Oh. <laughs> and with that being known by saying, what does that tell you when you disagree, when you have an argument with someone, mm-hmm. right? And y'all bickering back and forth. Y'all just yelling at you. Y'all hide it. And that's why you be so heated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you can simply just say, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. And let me say it from this point and be like, well, I do understand this point. Now people can't even have structured conversations. Nobody no can have no. academic no discourse. No one likes no to be like, wrong. No, nobody no one can, can say, accept being wrong. Nobody can say the words, you know, while I understand what you're saying, I disagree. Here's why. And no one can say, you know what? Thank you for providing me with a new perspective. Uh-huh. You know what I'm Instead saying? Instead of saying, nah, fuck that shit, <laughs> man. <laughs> you, what you, I used to do this. You can't tell me. Or they immediately go agree to disagree. Instead of just saying, okay, I've never heard that take. Instead of, and they never want to go back and they don't want to go look it up because of course I'm never you can hear a different point and not believe it but then have you ever had an argument with someone they didn't believe something and they were so against what you said and they looked it up it was wrong and, and they I were said, stuck see, they're looking at it well, I I said, right see, there. think about all that we just did and how upset you got and you just still realize you were wrong I said look at all that energy you wasted I don't know why people are so against being wrong because when you wrong that means you learn something bro it's, it's the way you, you look at it. It's like right. it's like losing. The same thing with losing. It's like the when, when you're losing, literally, you can analyze what you did wrong, so you come stronger next time. But no, you look at, it, dang, I lost. I don't like to lose. I want to win. But so it ain't even about losing. Me, it's about researching. And to me, at least, I just want people to 
Well, go, go, go figure. Did you, did you develop that opinion or did the media give you that opinion? People say, I gave it. And usually I say that's a lie because if you ain't researching, someone gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't sit down through the time and say, let me go find my own data to give me this, you conform it to society's version of look at this. This is how you should feel. You feel what I'm saying? You know the commercial would be yelling at you about some political shit. You need to do this. This dude is evil. First thing you know, I man, I think I do pretty evil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that, that was during the dang pre-election, boy. He's working with the terrorists. Did you know? Right. Oh, I hate them commercials. And so people are quick to say, oh, well, that's propaganda. And I tell them, well, everything you're looking at is propaganda what, what's what's stopping you from believing that it's no different than war propaganda the war is now on yourself and on your mind you feel right. me mm-hmm. but on that note we're gonna close this episode out so mm-hmm. you all know the drill yes sir from men's to kings and from kings to god this has been fresh fair entertainment peace family and we outie uh, yes sir